How many tennis balls do you hit in a one-hour tennis lesson? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to go onto iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to Find Your Aha Moment so you get notified of our fresh episodes every morning. So today's topic, how to play tennis and how many shots do you hit in a one-hour tennis lesson. Uh, you're going to see, we're going to start a new series here called How to Play Tennis. And within here, we're going to give some interesting insight on how to improve your tennis game. You're also going to see blog posts as well. So I'll include that in the show notes so you can get more details about the podcast. So we did an experiment here with one of my students one morning, and our goal was just to see how many tennis balls we hit in a one-hour tennis lesson. Um, now to do this, you're going to need some electronic, uh, devices. These activity trackers are numerous now. Uh, there's a few on the marketplace that work with Apple watch. And again, these will be in the show notes and the blog post as well. So you don't have to jot them down if you're in the car or you're going for a walk. They are as follows. They have tennis keeper app, the Zep app. And of course you've probably heard of the Babolat pop uh, those first two work with your Apple Watch. The second one, Babel at Pop, you have to buy separately. It just straps on like a wristband. And of course, all these devices have their own app that you can see all the data on. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, the other thing that if you want to go a little bit more in detail, you can get portable net devices. There's one out in the market now called the In and Out. I included a link to the show notes. This device actually attaches to the net and collects the data that way. You can even see a visual instant replay. The device is called in and out uh, Of course, if you don't have any of this, you can go old school and you can go pen and paper. This would be good for someone who maybe lost a bet to you, and they can basically just sit there and track the data. And the data is how many balls did you hit, what was a backhand, what was a forehand, etc. And it just accumulate the data over a 60-minute session. Now, you'll see in our workout, we actually hit 776 total strokes. This was more than an hour. So this was an hour and 54 minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, my student burned 656 calories. You can see that averaged out to about 400 shots over the hour. Um, the average heart rate was 68. He was using an Apple watch. So I don't know if the Apple watch is really that good for uh, doing heart rate monitor. Obviously 68 would be a resting heart rate watching TV. So that data could not have been correct because he was working really hard. Uh, out of this, uh, one hour and 54 minute session, we did 407 forehands and 353 backhands and 16 serves. So this is really useful for me as the tennis coach because we are working on his one-handed backhand. Uh, we're also keeping his forehand really sharp. Uh, he's doing a lot of runaround forehands to make sure he's dictating the point flow and the patterns in his ground strokes. So that kind of data is super useful for me to reinforce that we're getting the proper work done 
during the class, you know. So obviously, if, if this was skewed towards 600 forehands and only 150 backhands, that would be a red flag. That means I'm not doing my job as a coach and we're emphasizing one stroke too much. So it depends what your goals are. For example, in this session, we only did 16 serves. We did that at the end as a cool down just to make sure that uh, his serve is sharp. So these are really helpful and you can get the readouts right away when you're done. Uh, it goes right to your device and you can typically just download it and check out the data right when you're done. So it's really helpful for you and your coach. And obviously you can get benchmarks as you move along to see your improvement and you can compare data over time. You might find that the numbers I gave you here at 400 shots per hour are higher than what you'll get. And the reason is, is the system I use, we hit more volume of balls. If you're just going out and hit with your friend, don't be discouraged if you're not at that 400 mark. Again, these are just benchmarks for yourself so you can see over time how you're progressing and you can kind of dive into the data with you and your coach so you can make some adjustments and assessments accordingly to the data that you're collecting. So I think it's super cool. A lot of this stuff is pretty affordable. I think the Babolat Pop is under a hundred bucks. Uh, if you already have an Apple Watch, some of those apps are free and then there's premium versions as well if you want to upgrade uh, to those things. And of course, if you're pen and pencil, your costs are the pen and paper and whoever is doing that as well. So anyways, check it out. How many tennis balls can you hit in a one-hour tennis lessons? Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow with another fresh episode. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all.